Hi all, this is RV Empath and you're listening to the podcast RVE for the HSP. Welcome. It is November 25th, 2020. And how are you doing? There is still a lot of energy around and afoot. So the best way we can deal and get through it is to do our best to remain calm, remain balanced, remain clear, and focus on what we're focusing on. So that should be healing and transforming and changing ourselves in ways that are healthy and positive and better for us. And only you individually know what that is in your own life. But we all have stuff to be working on for sure. And this is the time to do it, peeps. So um, there was something else that I was going to touch on in in that little bit there that I covered. (laughs) So there's remaining calm and balanced, working on healing. Well, hopefully it'll come back to me. (laughs) But that's the basic plan right there. And that is tough stuff. That is not easy. So again, hey, I want to do my little trumpet. So (laughs) let's all continue moving forward in ways in which we can be and stay calm and balanced. Yay. (laughs) And that really just, it just uh, frees things up and um, allows us to better deal with the many situations and stresses and um, whatever hardships that we're going through at this time. So, and this is the thing, there's everyday stress everyday you know situations and problems to work in and with and through and then there's clearing up all the past muck and yuck which um, clouds us up on the inner and fills our mind with like dirty um, exhaust and smoky energy that is important to clear out That's why it's important to clear that out on the daily. So it's like a combo. It's working hard in real time on real time stuff. And then it's reaching into the past and into our subconscious even to heal, shine, healing, light, love and energy for your highest good and the highest good of all. Most benevolent outcome for you and all. Okay, in uh, past, present, future, and beyond. (laughs) So it takes research, it takes diligence, it takes open-mindedness, it takes commitment to healing, commitment to living a best life. And that means being stubborn. That means choosing ourselves on a level that is like the inner child, you know, choosing us, our healing. And then it's like the whole giving ourselves the oxygen mask because then we can address others. But 
getting straight about demanding our own healing to live a best life is super important. That all has to do with self-love as well. Remember, I love myself, I forgive myself, I accept myself in all ways, always. Okay, Ho'oponopono prayer. Uh, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. It can be done in any order. I've also heard, I love you. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. Thank you. And I've also heard that there can be kind of shortcut ways to do Ho'oponopono too. I know of one woman who just repeats, I love you, thank you, I love you, thank you, thank you, I love you. And she still has wonderful healing constantly in her life and positive situations, positive uh, outcomes happening simply because of those two lines. Because the I'm sorry, please forgive me lines can really kind of throw people for a loop. And uh, it's important to just really open, like broaden the definitions of what that means. And it can mean, um, you know, I love you. Please forgive me for not realizing that sooner. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sorry it didn't, that it had to take this long. Thank you that kind of thing. So it's not really taking on the blame. It's kind of more of a relaxed, please forgive me, I'm sorry, or a polite, perhaps. You know, um, please forgive me and the situation that it had had to, um, that that situation even had to happen. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, hmm, let me think about this. Um, I, I'm sorry for any faults or, um, missteps that I've done without even perhaps being aware of it. You know, I'm sorry for things that I don't know yet about the situation. So try to pick a really empowering way to phrase it. I think. And, um, you know, I'm sorry we didn't have more time together or I don't know. It's kind of a tough one. You and I, you know, we'll, we'll all brainstorm this a little more in, um, future podcasts as well. It's certainly, there's a lot of stuff about Ho'oponopono online. So you can, Google different articles that people have written and get different perspectives, but it's very healing. That's the point. That's what we should be focusing on. So detach from the words so much because they even say like, you don't have to even mean the words when you say them. That's super important. That should probably have been the first thing that I focused on because it can help clear up a very hurtful, you know, toxic energy in a situation. So certainly when when uh, one is dealing with people or things or a situation that is very, very hurtful and very, very difficult, 
then it would seem like impossible to say any of these phrases, right? But you don't have to mean it, like detach from like meaning it and say the words and the words themselves have like a cleansing healing energy. So it helps to lighten it right away. And then as the situation lightens and heals, then, then we do along with it. It's, it's, uh, it's pretty cool stuff, peeps. Okay. Now, um, one thing I wanted to say is I found this little card in my, I find all sorts of stuff all the time because I keep journals. So I'm going through a bunch of storage right now too, trying to get organized. And I'm coming up with different things from my past that I've written or I've created in terms of art, that kind of stuff. I'm also going through family, family, um, uh, like inherited photographs and letters and things like that. So it's a really cool time. I wonder how many of you are doing something similar, but we're, we're all um, it's a time to release and let go what no longer is for our highest good and then be open to receiving. And in order to do that, it's important to get organized in some way or go through and clear out some kind of clutter because that helps make room energetically and um, prepare just kind of or just prepare yourself for good stuff coming in. <laughs> That's part of, uh, you know, making making your dreams happen 101. Okay. In this little note I found, it was all kinds of stuff that I like and um, what I don't like in terms of sounds, in terms of words. And then there's a list on the bottom and I may go through, I'll probably go through the other stuff maybe tomorrow. Uh, on the bottom, I have turn-ons and turn-offs. Now, interestingly enough, this has nothing to do with a romantic or sexual thing. It has turn-ons is like what lights me up. Turn-offs is like what bums me out. Under turn-ons, I have sky, ocean, ordinary beauty. <laughs> that kind of cracks me up. Ordinary beauty. That's so profound. But yeah, I guess that's like a flower. Or it may be something that people don't even notice. I've always, I've always loved flowers growing up through sidewalk cracks. Maybe that's why I like the Osho Zen Strength card so much because it features two flowers growing up, growing uh, through a crack in a stone wall. But that's like ordinary beauty. Most people don't even notice these little flowers on the sidewalk as they're walking along. Um, but yeah, it's, it's great. And, and interactions between people, you know, um, uh, ordinary beauty could be someone even out like walking their dog or maybe playing, uh, playing fetch with their dog or throwing a ball or something. And like the, the energy. Anyway, so turn offs, I wrote ignorance, prejudice, and people mistreating the earth as if it's their right, which is so interesting. So there's a lot of ignorance happening currently. There's a lot of situations in which people are so um, 
kind of closed-minded that they don't they won't accept any kind of information um, that differs from what you know truth they want to hold and that's very dangerous that's that's a very um, alarming sort of situation it's called willful ignorance and it's something to look more into because like I always come from the position of it's always important for the individual to actually have the perspective of considering whether or not they are wrong because you can be you can be wrong peeps I've been wrong I've been wrong where I was absolutely 100% sure I was right so I know what it's like to actually experience that it can feel like you're turning upside down it can feel like the I mean talk about that expression the rug has been pulled out from under you that means usually that the person is like flipped into the air and um, lands on their head so that's something to talk about in future podcasts too prejudice that's just I mean that just seems ridiculous to me but that's having a, a, a prejudgment against someone that you don't even know based on whatever it, it's uh, a bunch of different things that you can base uh, the dislike on socioeconomic status, gender, race. And it's a, um, it's a, a dislike for someone just based on some um, perceived, you know, thing about them, um, but not based on who they are, like on the inner, you know what I mean? So this is the one that I really wanted to speak to people mistreat people mistreating the earth as if it's their right now when I read this I was like huh how profound I see I understand that there are people out there who say yeah this earth you know particularly there are people in different religions but you can take Christianity for one who say yeah this earth was made for us given to us by God and it's ours to use however we want to. But the, I get that. But where I'm coming from is like wherever I am, it, I'm almost like a guest in it. It's my home. I'm either at home, in my home, or I'm somewhere else acting as a guest somewhere. You know, wherever I am, I'm basically like a guest, you know, but I come from the perspective of wherever I go, it's kind of home, too. Because <laughs> um, I'm carrying around my heart and my mind. So wherever I go, it's kind of home. Either way, I want to take care of both of these things. I want to take care of my home because I don't want to trash my home and live in garbage and, um, you know, stinky uh, pollution and toxic stuff. And I also don't want to trash anywhere I go where I'm a guest like that's I feel very spoiled I feel like it's the rock star who goes into the the hotel and trashes the hotel room just because they can but it doesn't show uh, a respect for being being a guest in 
another's environment. And so both those things kind of support the same thing. Whether, whether, you f- whether the earth is truly your home, right? It's a gift from God. Well, don't you, don't you want to take care of it? You know, there's that. And then if there's more like, well, yes, it's, it's the earth was given to us, but we're guests on it. Then I think it's respectful. It's respectful to ourselves and all others, including God. So um, now this isn't to say that I do understand that a certain amount of pollution has to happen. This is just saying, I'm not really quite sure what I'm saying. But it's, it's having a inner viewpoint of just like being a little more respectful of how we view things and um, treat things. So it's as if we're walking around, it's like everything's our home, number one. And number two, we're also a guest. <laughs> So trying to leave, I think it's always good to leave things better than how you found it somehow. So if Earth's resources are being used in some way, you know, supporting Earth's resources in another way, perhaps. It's like giving and receiving. Giving and receiving. You can't just take, 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 take. That makes sense. That's just balance right there too, peeps. Balance 101. So we uh, will perhaps talk about this more in future podcasts. That seems to be my thing. I always say that. Um, But I just wanted to bring it to our attention today a little bit. I think I'll refer back to this card tomorrow. All right. Long first talk. Let's just get on with the astrology, shall we? I hope that was helpful to people. So it's the 25th of November. There's a lot going on today, if I remember correctly. Pluto quintile Chiron retrograde. Oh, yeah. Woo-hoo-hoo. Day of healing. Mercury, like semi sissy quadrate Chiron retrograde. Venus in conjunct Chiron retrograde. And the Sun trine Chiron retrograde will be tomorrow. And that's a beautiful energy. We're in it now definitely. And so look for I talked about this a lot yesterday, transformation, healing, healing our shadow side stuff related to manipulation, power, control, intimacy, shared resources. Chiron is the wounded healer. It's transforming and healing our rage and anger, which is no small feat. But get to it. You can do it. Uh, Look, the, the only way we can do it is by trying. <laughs> so I'm actually kind of like when it comes to the saying that Yoda says in the Star Wars movies, the Star Wars movie franchise <laughs> um, and universe. <laughs> so what is it that Yoda says? Uh, do or do not. There is no try. I think it's all about trying. Try, try, try again. Don't give up. (laughs) Don't lose hope. That's all. That's what success is. Staying true 
to our vision of what, of what we want for ourselves in terms of living our best lives. Okay, so all that's going on, um, which you know, it's a very short astrology portion. If you want more info about it, go back and listen to yesterday's podcast. I did not chapter mark it, though, I have to admit. Mm, usually I do. I don't think I did yesterday's. So I'll, I'll be sure to do that after this podcast. Okay, let's move on to guidance cards. I was a little lazy yesterday. Okay, so now I'm going to bless and ground the cards in energy for the highest good of all, most benevolent outcome for all. I will do conscious breathing as I do that. I encourage you to take a moment to clear your mind and do some conscious breathing as well. And I will be back shortly. Thank you. Okay, I'm back. Guidance cards for peeps. In uh, moving forward, living our best lives, or living for the listeners, living their best lives, living our collective best life. Uh, what to keep in mind. Patience. Patience is a tough one, isn't it? Um, it's being okay with not being okay, basically. Because as we <laughs> work on ourselves, much of the time we're in this place of like, ugh. I mean, it's hard work. That's why, most, that's why a lot of people don't do it. Most people who don't work on themselves and heal themselves, um, I would say a large percent of percentage of the reason as to why they do not is because it's too hard. They think it's too hard. But you know, isn't life all about perception? If it is too hard, if they think it is, then it is. If they say, oh, it's too hard, then it is. Because that's how they see it. That's how they feel it. That's how they, that's what they expect. Nothing's coming. Out. Flip the cards entirely, please, cardies. Cardies. I don't know why I said that. Oh, a bunch of cards just flipped over. And then they flipped over again. Huh. Okay. So, we have Ten of Wands, Suppression. Six of Swords, The Burden. Number 20, Beyond, Alluge, Be Beyond Illusion, which is the Judgment card. And Seven of Swords, Politics. Suppression, the burden, beyond illusion, politics. Now, um, this suppression card is someone in a hole, which many of us may feel that we're in a hole. And we're working on getting out of it. And this individual is holding their head 
and they're tied up in ropes but what they don't see is that the ropes are actually slipping off them and it's quite possible to climb up out of the hole so this is definitely something to consider but ten of wands is closing some very intense situations and emotions out it's feeling overwhelmed it's being very very tired which many people are right now understandably six of swords is definitely getting to a better place getting to calmer waters getting to the top of the mountain so it's hope because you can actually like see the light at the end of the tunnel judgment that is a new cycle starting that is karmic closure like closing out karmic toxic energies and starting fresh it's like being reborn it's a beautiful new beginning and and reconciling what is no longer working and seven of swords can be very like it has different um, sort of energies among them being deceptive there is a mask featured on this card um, as, as, as well as kind of a ghoulish looking individual and a rattlesnake now it is about the different masks that we wear but I tend to read this card as um, procrastination and self-sabotage so instead of deceiving others so much it's the ways in which we deceive ourselves and we might wear masks and um, play along okay well so what can help uh, support us healing the ten of wands energy the seven of swords energy Let's see what comes out next. What can help in dealing with healing our self-sabotage and ways in which we suppress ourselves? It's hard to do stuff. Like start new projects or if you have like a new opinion or um, you know it can be hard, hard to start new stuff. Okay something flipped. Ooh Ace of Swords. Consciousness. Talk about a new belief. Wow this is truth. This is clarity ringing clear it's like truth and clarity on a neon blinking sign as big as one of the signs you would see in Las Vegas <laughs> it features a Buddha figure reaching up into outer space and there's a, a very sh um, very shiny bright star and or planet at the third eye chakra that reminds me you know um, Saturn and Jupiter are going to be conjunct at the end of the month and they're going to basically look like one big star they're going to be super bright 
so that's what this is reminding me of at the moment um but the but aces are blessings from god universal energy god being shorthand for good and um new beginnings and a new idea i mean clarity truth it's really being clear about our lives that's a a beautiful thing when it comes to healing our muck and yuck because muck and yuck is is what clouds us up it's like the the mud in our mind that we want to clear out because we want to we want energy to flow okay what else we have here Ooh, this might be too much this is a lot mm-hmm. all right so the pack of cards that we have left underneath it in the shuffle we have major arcana number two inner voice which is the high priestess a very meditative spiritually connected card ten of swords rebirth which features a lion um, kind of morphing into a child playing a flute but this is our it always speaks to me of our inner child being healed and the uh, lion is the lion from the strength card in the traditional rider weight so yeah this is a huge closing out of a very intense cycle and a new beginning knight of pentacles slowing down this is the tort the rainbow tortoise heading toward the rainbow colored glittery lake and being very close but it's slow deliberate steps forward with a with a determination dogged determination to heal the three of swords isolation which is reversed this is the the one card that i keep reversed now in the deck and that's because this is being healed three of swords stuff is heartbreak despair grief and underneath that is ten of cups harmony so very slow steady ways to work towards this ten of cups and what goes with harmony health health and harmony this is the card that features the the heart chakra dolphins diving into the third eye chakra so now we have several there's also the third eye is being um, very pronounced on the inner voice high priestess card so this is all about intuition meditation going within then there's the hierophant nothingness talk about going within this this is um you know also institutions and scholastic pursuits having to do with education religion it's uh, contractual relationships like marriage uh, governmental programs Uh, but it also has to do with it has a very like mystical it features a a priest on the rider weight so it's like the it's like modern mystic type of energy so um, anything to do with spirituality and religion like I said okay nine of cups is after that titled laziness but gosh ten of cups hierophant nine of cups Wow um, nine of cups is j- wish fulfillment uh, dreams coming true it can also be things are so good we're just kind of sitting on our butts it's okay to sit around and appreciate things for a little bit but don't get stuck there <laughs> we still got to get back up and keep moving forward then there's six of cups the dream six of cups is very sweet very inner child nostalgia soul connection soul mates 
um, people from our past. But it's a it's it's a very sweet and pure love kind of energy. And then there's six of wands, success. Hey, that's the last card. I'll take it. That follows everything up. Success. This is a ticker tape ticker tape parade. People cheering. I can hear the cheers. Instruments playing. Yay, applause. Um, victory. This is pronounced vic- victory that other people can see, like looking at you and your life from the outside. So, it, but it can also be an inner victory that just sort of changes who we are and that changes our outside. You know what I mean? Like people can perceive, oh, there's something different about so-and-so because because um, we're more healed and whole and healthy and uh, happy on the inner. That that matters, peeps. That counts. That affects everything. So, six of wands, success. Um, as we move toward this victory, we um, make sure to take care of our inner child and nurture those that kind of loving energy, childlike energy. And then we have, uh, we look for our dreams and wishes coming true as we move forward learning new things or um, somehow, you know, being in some sort of study or discovering some sort of new aspect when it comes to religion or spirituality and sinking deeper into our personal healing, healing our hearts and our heart chakras moving forward in a very deliberate way as we do this toward our our rebirth closing out a cycle and starting a new cycle and you know how you know when that happens because you feel different you can feel it it's perceptible and uh and it's beautiful and doing as we do all this we're connected on the inner um to our inner selves and how we experience God universal energy as we move into this ace of swords this new consciousness ways of thinking and being and that helps us sabotage ourselves less start a new cycle really clear out and make peace with what has happened before as we move into calmer waters and as we move into the Ace of Wands, which is past the Ten of Wands, um, because we're not feeling suppressed in the same way and confined and in the hole like we were before. We reach the Ace of Wands, which is a, a passionate new beginning and, and a creative energy. It's beautiful. Beautiful thing, peeps. Ooh, the Master's on the bottom of the deck. I just got goosebumps. That is a card that has no equal in any other deck, and it's like the sun card, um, but it's on the inner. It's like the a sun version of the moon card, <laughs> um, if that makes any sense. Ah, <sighs> there's the moon card, and then there's this card, which is like the sun version of the moon card, which is really getting it together on the inner and in in all ways because if that affects everything oh so many beautiful cards behind that uh, i i don't have the energy <laughs> but just know it's beautiful aces flowering um 
move just great moving forward energy as we're being guided connecting with uh, God universal energy beautiful 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 um, okay more flowering oh my gosh okay good stuff's coming so with that I hope it was helpful I want to thank you for all that you are and do stay tuned for more stuffs and look up my website download my pamphlets look up free yourself from fear the fear rocks and how they can help on Amazon 999 and then there's free horoscopes and affirmations on astrology bear and affirmation bear on Alexa through Amazon so as always I send you love and peace and wish you to be safe and well thanks so much Mwah.